people of the world, happy Tuesday, January 25th. January's almost over, in case you didn't realize. Anyway, this is What the Fun Cast, episode 134. I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is Ahmed, rocking the What the Fun Cast hoodie. Where can we get that hoodie, Ahmed? Tell us. You can get it at merch.whatthefuncast.com. That's all. Thank you, Ahmed. <laughs> You're what welcome. a great place to be. Be sure to join our Discord also at discord.whatthefuncast.com for access to uh, Redbubble coupon codes whenever they emailed them to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, they had a 35% off uh, sale or whatever. Yeah, and, that was big. Uh, That's like bigger than their Black Friday sale. It is bigger than their. That, well, so it's funny because a lot of these retailers are like, hey, our Black Friday and our holiday sales weren't as great as we thought they'd be. So here's another coupon code. Um, or it's like their last ditch effort to, I don't know, get rid of old yeah. product or something. They're like, yeah, but we have a shit ton of this stuff in uh, warehouses. Let's clear it out. Right. I guess that's uh, not necessarily the case for Redbubble, but maybe it is. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not for Redbubble for a lot of these other retailers. Um, and I've got my, I've got my, what the fun cast dad hat on, um, which I was thinking, you know, this, this whole logo is really nice, but I feel like on the hat, it needs to pop more. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like. I don't, I don't know, know if it's like why. a white border or like a white outline. I think yeah. that'd be maybe too much, but I don't know. I don't know why in my head I thought that the logo would be like a patch, stitched kind of yeah. like yeah, like stitched or embossed or something. And I was like, oh, this doesn't look exactly like I wanted it to be, but whatever. It is what it is. Yeah, it's still comfortable. I like it. Yeah, it's all good. I wore it around at Costco. Nobody asked me what it was. Like that one person did at Costco one time. I'm like, what the fun cast? What's that? And I'm like, oh, it's this cool podcast you should listen to. And like, oh, that sounds cool. Maybe I'll look into it. Well, listener from Costco in Bridgewater, New Jersey, if you're listening, welcome. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's episode 134. It's almost done. We're almost done with January. Tell us, Ahmed, what have you been up to? Um. This past week, I haven't been up to too, too much. I watched a few things, but I didn't play anything new. Well, actually, I kind of did. That's a lie. So, we'll start with what I watched. Um, my roommate and I both watched, uh, really wanted to watch Tick, Tick, Boom, so we finally got to watching that, which is the Lin-Manuel Miranda-directed Andrew Garfield-starring film on Netflix. Um, it was pretty good. It's uh, It has a lot of references to like Broadway and musical theater that just really went over my head. Um and I could tell that they were, like, it was supposed to be some grand reveal moment of, like, this person or whatever. Like, cameos of, like, famous people. And I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. But it was still a fun movie. <laughs> it was enjoyable. Um, I liked it. And then uh, we also randomly um, watched some Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from, like, 1993 called Last Action Hero. Um, basically, my roommate was scrolling through things and he just put it on. And then I was like, all right, I guess we're watching this. Um, it was very silly. It was called Last, yeah, Last Action Hero. It was very, uh, it's like this kid gets sucked into an action movie. I don't know. It's very old 90s action movies. It is what it is. Um, I did finish the latest season of Queer Eye, which was very good. Um, I really, really enjoyed it, especially the prom episode. I had actually tweeted about the prom episode, and I was like, wow, who's cutting onions? And one of the teachers from the episode like liked my tweet, and I was like, oh, I'm famous now. That's nice. Um, but no, it was a really good, really good season. I liked it a lot. And then, uh, again, my roommate was playing, I think I mentioned this last time, he was playing The Last of Us 2, so he finally beat that. Um, but I was pretty much like watching the whole time and like reliving the game. That game is a lot. It's really heavy. 
Like it truly is. Like, it truly I, is a lot. It came out like I realized. I was like, wow, maybe I shouldn't be recommending this to everybody because like that's an intense. It's a very emotional journey, and like it doesn't end in a satisfying way. You're just like, well, that was depressing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. Still, it's still great, but like, damn. But then, it, so it, he when sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I, no, it's, it really is, and oh, yeah. it's one of those things where you kind of wait, and it's like, okay, when's it gonna be like happy now? And it's like, no, it's not happy. It's like, yeah, it's no. a, it's almost like a story of accepting like a new present tense of what the world is almost yeah um yeah it was intense but so after it finished like i guess when i finished the game i didn't really think that there was a need for a sequel i was like the story has run its course but apparently neil Druckmann has the story for a part three written out and completed they just haven't started development yet but the story is like really planned out and written yeah which i didn't even consider that there would be a third one if we're being honest i was just like Sure, but he looked it up and he's like, "Oh yeah, part three is apparently written." So, that's news. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Little fun fact. Um, it's funny as we're talking about it. Oh yeah, Neil Druckmann tells uh, Script Apart podcast that the plot and story for Last of Us Part Three is already done, but the game is not in development. Dot dot dot. Yet, that yeah. was April twenty eighth of last year. Mm. Maybe it's in development now. Who knows? But like, the the Last of Us Part One was 2013 and this was 2020 like we're probably not going to see the part three for a while like i feel like towards the yes. end of the ps5 life cycle most likely those games have an insanely long development time um, they truly do it, i mean it shows but yeah no it was it was nuts um but besides that in terms of what i actually played um i was telling paul before we started the podcast that i actually uh booted up beat saber again for the first time in a while um i was like working out i have these like the adjustable like Bowflex weights or whatever so i was like lifting weights and i was like you know what let me finish with some cardio but instead of destroying you know disturbing my neighbors but doing like jumping jacks or something i was like let me just play beat saber um so i was playing that and it was a lot of fun i forgot how much fun it was so i'm gonna try to play that a little more and then um the mass effect remastered trilogy is on uh is on game pass now which i think we mentioned last week or whatever we were talking through yes. game pass announcements um, so I own the original trilogy on Steam, but I've never played them. And then, like, or I played through, like, a little bit of the first one, and then, like, I just stopped, but I didn't want to, because I know that your save file literally transfers, like, all the relationships, your character and everything, so I, like, really want to go through all three of them. But for whatever reason, I never made it through the first one, so I've restarted it, and now I'm playing on the remastered version, which looks fantastic, actually. It looks really, really good, um, and it runs really well. And, uh... Are you playing on Xbox or PC? On PC, um, but it looks really, really good. I'm assuming it looks equally as good on Xbox. Um, but it looks great, runs really well, like runs really efficiently. It doesn't make my computer sound like it's going to take off or feel like a, a furnace. Um, but it's good. It's enjoyable. It's Mass Effect, but it's nice. So tell me, did you go through and customize my character? jump back yes. into it? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, we all, <laughs> we all know that, and you took three hours to do so. Yes. Did you open Mass Effect Remastered because... There was an Xbox Rewards challenge for it. No, I didn't. Because I've been, I've been that. paying more. I've been paying more attention to like the Xbox Rewards thing. And mm-hmm. like, if you play like a Game Pass game daily, you can get like five points or whatever. And one of them was like, get fifty points by trying out Mass Effect uh, Legendary Collection or Legendary Edition. Hmm. So I like opened it and then like just backed out because I was like, <laughs> I don't have the patience right now to play Mass Effect. That's fair. Um, and it gave me my 50 points, but anyway, I was curious. Never mind. Uh, what do you even use Xbox points for? Like, what can that you be? You can redeem, redeem them for Xbox money. 
Like yeah, oh. so it's like eight thousand of them is like ten dollars of Xbox money. Mm, interesting. And is that why Logan yeah. uses Bing to collect Xbox rewards? Yes, yes, to get Xbox rewards. Yes, <laughs> and I think Tracy Tracy does it too for like Microsoft rewards. It's I think it's the I don't same know. It's, I think system. it's all it's all yeah. It's just one's on Xbox and one's on PC. Yeah, interesting. Maybe maybe one day I'll actually pay attention to those because like I always see it and it's always like you got this reward. I'm like that's great. I don't know what this means, but sure. Right. Do achievements also count towards that? Do no, they no achievements. Just... Achievements are your own little thing. Okay interesting but yeah that's uh that's what i've been doing and then the usual stuff just been playing a lot more ghost of tsushima i'm really trying to beat that game before horizon forbidden west comes out um i don't know if that's gonna happen but i'm getting well i wouldn't even say i'm getting close i haven't even finished like act one yet which (laughs) so (laughs) like but i've been playing so much of it like i did my uh did you do your playstation like year interview yes Mine, yes, I didn't realize how much did. Overwatch I played in 2021. I thought I had finished that game and was done with it. <laughs> I played um, like, still like significant amount. Yeah, I opened this up. Uh, I opened it up the other day, and I forget what it was on the top. Let me look. Yeah, mine was like a good 400 hours or some shit in Overwatch. Oh, I'm like, there's no God. way. Like, that's not possible. I thought I, I stopped playing that game in like September, I guess. Earlier than that. Maybe in like August. Um, let's re-sign it. I'll give you the actual full numbers oh my god uh, now i have two-step authentication yeah that that's good because i've always had problems with uh with what i've always had problems with people trying to access my psn account so yeah i think they kind of like forced it on me which i'm not mad about but also like here we please, go i'm lazy here we go here we go loading 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 where is my year in view with that I was logging into the wrong page. Uh, well, at least I'm signed in now. So yeah, mine's mine's like pitiful when I look at it like this because a PlayStation wrap up. That's what it's called. Not year. Yeah, my top games of 2021: Overwatch, 112 hours. <laughs> at least we're both in the same boat. Ratchet um, and Clank, 12 hours. Far Cry 6, six hours. Ratchet and Clank, the original one, four hours. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, two hours. You beat Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart in six hours? No, 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 no. You missed, you missed, you mixed them up. That was twelve hours. Plus, oh. I played at your house. Oh, well, okay. actually, that oh, was yeah, still my account. Same, same account. Uh, Far Cry Six, I played for six hours. I see. Uh, okay, so I was lying. Overwatch, I only have one hundred and seventy-three hours in twenty twenty-one, um, and hopefully, this won't that game won't appear on any lists moving forward. Um, What's your second game? Returnal, forty six hours. Holy shit! You played I, that game for forty six hours. I have no idea how. That was a shock to me. I was like, "There's no way I actually spent that much time playing that game." I'm assuming like a lot of it was me just idling because there's no way I was actually playing that game forty six hours. Like, I don't know. That is that is buck wild. And I'm not even done with it yet. <laughs> and it's not because it's long. It's because I'm bad. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> Rift of Clank. Uh, Rift of Clank. Rift Apart, I have 20 hours. Uh, original Russian Clank, 10 hours. And uh, Ghost of Tsushima was 9 hours. But just, yeah, 173 in Overwatch. Rest in pieces to that. My I'm Nintendo just looking. I already have... Great. Oh, I didn't I didn't even see my Nintendo year in review. Yeah, that one came out a little bit ago. We oh, I think I saw episode. it, but it probably should have. Um, I'm looking at my Halo, my Halo playtime. I'm up to 82 hours in Halo. Holy shit! Which is pretty. The game's wild. been out for like a few weeks. 
that that I feel like I've idled into. So I I don't know. Yeah. Here, let's but, let me look at my Nintendo one. I'll or not. Okay. All right. It while, just links me while to the Nintendo homepage now. Oh, they may have taken it down. That sucks. Um, it's only up for like two seconds. I don't know. All right. While you're searching that, I will go through what I've been doing. Yes. Thanks for asking, Ahmed. What have you um, been doing, Mr. Paul? Oh, don't worry about it. I'm going to tell the people. I'm not telling you, though. I'll close my um, eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> for those of you uh, audio-only listeners, Ahmed just took his headphones off, so he can't hear me. <laughs> well, they're back on now. But, it's, yeah. Um, so I have... Okay. First of all, we started watching the home edit. And let me tell you. What's that? If you want to lose your goddamn mind, Ahmed, specifically you too, you you would this show would drive you crazy. It's an organization show. So it's like these two ladies go in and they're they have like this whole ideology behind like the home edit of like a way to organize your things. Okay. And like people like pay them. Well, there's like there's always a celebrity portion that they go and organize the house of or like a room or whatever, and there's like, you know, the normal people like us. And the celebrity ones, it's like there's an episode with Neil Patrick Harris, and it's like organize our kids' playroom. And this shit is very organized already. Like it's not like anything awful. Like oh, organize it, and then they go and they like take stuff out of boxes and put it in bins, and it's ridiculous. But then it's like they go to like the normies, and it's like there's shit everywhere. (laughs) It's like we can't see our countertops in the kitchen. There's all these different like plastic wares. And like, so they go through like a purging uh, piece of it. And then they go through the organizational piece of it. And like, they do all of their shopping at like the container store, getting all these fancy containers and stuff. Um, and it's very interesting for the main reason that it makes you second guess and kind of think about how you have some of your stuff organized. Like yes. I've gotten, we've watched, there's eight episodes. We watched seven of them so far. <laughs> oh uh, so we have the, the last one uh, we'll probably watch later tonight, but it was one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, like I think we could do, we could organize something like this. And it gives you some ideas. I don't know. We got a kick out of it. Um, and of course they have like their home edit line of, bins and all this other crap but anyway i was like i really want to go to the container store i haven't been to the, con- to the container, container store, store is great for ideas but not for purchasing things that place it too is so expensive holy it's shit it's like you want this nice little clear box just the regular box with four corners 70 dollars. what well right right so there's like a there's like a um a shoe holder thing and it's like a two by two so it holds four pairs of shoes and has like these little drawers and it's like acrylic and it looks really mm. nice it's like 60 bucks i'm like there's there's just no way no it's great um, for going to get ideas and then you buy this stuff like from shitty brands on amazon <laughs> i will tell you what though amazon is ha- like these shitty brands have taken a hint and they have also like some of this stuff is kind of pricey there too mm. um but uh, once you finish the show, you should watch Marie Kondo. I think uh, you guys would get we a kick out we, of we already we already watched Marie Kondo, oh, or okay. at least watched part of it. But <laughs> the home edit I liked better because it's like it's purging, but also organizing. Not just mm. like, does this bring you joy? No, it doesn't bring you joy. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, um, you know, I, I just do. Yeah, does Marie- your collection of limited run games bring you joy? <laughs> Uh, no, they don't. So if I turn off my background, you'd see my stacks of stuff that I have listed or am listing on eBay. Oh um, but yeah, so the great purgeoning is happening. Purgeoning? Uh, the purgeoning. Um, but yeah, so it's super interesting. 
But we did go to the container store, so I wanted to go and look around, and it was just unbelievable. Like, we got through two aisles, and I'm like, never mind, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just like, it's this container that I bought for, like, $10 at Target is, like, $28 at container store. And yep. it's just, I'm like, I, I took pictures of the dimensions of each of them, because I can match them up to, like, what they fit in these containers on the show. Mm. And I'm like, okay... I'll just go and like find containers that match these dimensions. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. I've purchased one singular thing from Container Store, and it was just a laundry bag when I first moved into the city because I needed a way to cart my laundry to a laundromat, and it was fifteen bucks, and it's great. I had a little pocket for my change for quarters. That's enough. We're good. And Everything do you, else. Do you, Ahmed, do you still have it today? Yeah, I actively. Wow. Use it. That this is what, so on the show. They're like, invest in good storage for your stuff, and I'm like, no. I'm not investing in the <laughs> no. container, so it's ridiculous. No, I mean, it's just a regular, like, it's a fabric bag, so it's not, like, a hamper. Like, it's a fabric bag with, like, two straps so I can, like, wear it like a backpack when I'm going to the laundromat. Um, but it's, I don't know, it works so fine to me. It it's, hasn't, like, broken down. I use it, like, as a combination of hampered, and I just go drop it off the laundromat, and then the nice lady takes my clothes and washes them for me and then delivers them back in the same bag, and it works out. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I forgot. I forgot you're rich enough to have people wash your clothes for you. I um, listen. It's literally like ten bucks more, and I go do laundry like once a month. Like, I I know. I'm it's, I'm kidding. We've gone through this before. It's not probably not, even on this. Probably even on the podcast. Probably. Uh, but yeah, no, it's all good. Um, yeah. So it's a very interesting show. Very interesting way of thought for like how they organize stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just very interesting. And they're like 40 minute episodes and they do like usually the celebrity thing first. And then they did, um, oh God, what is her name? I'll, I'll find her name. Someone from Retta, Eva Longoria, uh, <laughs> Chloe yes. Kardashian. Yeah. I think it was, uh, is Retta the one from modern family, modern family, uh, pa- parks and rec, no, parks and rec, parks and rec, parks and rec. Yes. yes. Yeah. It, it was, she was like. She had like an entertainment room that they wanted. She wanted them to like organize and decorate. She's like, "This is my closet where I have all my gifts. Like, if somebody comes over and I want to give them a gift, like I have gifts on on hand." And I'm like, anyway, "What? This is so goddamn over the top." And then she had her books. Like, she must have had like forty copies of her book, like in a cabinet. I guess like if you know, That's if we gift. came over and we're <laughs> like, "Hey, I would. Oh my god, I would love to read your book." And they're like, "Oh, hold on." I'm like, "Oh, pull it out. Here you go. Now read my book." Um, should do that with the podcast merch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pile of oh, you'd like a hat? Oh, here's a hat. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it's too expensive. We're not that rich. Yeah. No. Uh, we're poor. Um, but yeah, it was just some of these people were crazy. And then it was like, when you got to like the normal people, it was like, my closet's a mess. Can you help me clean it up? And we were talking about it. Like they must charge the person that's having like the organization done. They must charge them for all the products that they do. Like none of that stuff is free. I'm assuming um, so. with Netflix money that they probably do it for free for the show specifically because they're like making money off of this person's situation. But like you can also rent them out, rent them out. You can also like hire them uh, to do this for you separately and not on TV. And I think that's when it's expensive. Right. And I think it was 180 to $250 an hour, I think is what it was. How many hours did they um, spend? Well, so like on on the show, and, I, and this has got to be like a like a bait and switch because on the show it's always like, oh my god, how did you get this done in an hour and a half? And I'm like, there's no goddamn way that you got this done in an hour and a half because there was one thing where it was like they went through and they like sorted out candies into jars and like I, they did all this stuff and like sorted out all this pantry food. I'm like, there's no way with three people that you got all that done in an hour and a half. But my what least do favorite I know? thing, I'm stupid. 
I mean, I don't know if they do this, but my least favorite thing is sometimes on my TikTok for you page, I'll get those videos where it's like this woman, it's just like ASMR, I guess, of like kitchen organization. And they like buy all these snacks or whatever. And they literally will like, they'll buy like a box of Welch's fruit snacks, for example. It's already in its own container, but they'll take it out of that container and put it in another container. I'm like, what is the point? Okay, so just hold on. Box so closet. they sorted out someone's, uh, someone's kitchen, a famous person, I forget her name, um, Rachel Zoe, maybe? Uh, or Rachel mm-hmm. Zoe, excuse me. Um, yeah. It may have been hers. I can't remember. But anyway, the refrigerator was massive. Like, this refrigerator is huge. It's like, oh my god, my refrigerator is such a mess. And there was, like, it was all neatly, like, in containers. And then, like, the freezer. She's like, oh my god, you're going to see my obsession with ice cream now. Did and it like was like... Pint? Stop. It was like a hundred. It was a lot of boxes, right? It was all different kinds of like bar of ice creams, whatever. But they were all like in boxes, all neatly like compacted into the shelf. What did they do? Lauren's like, watch. They're going to take it out and put it in bins. And that's exactly what the hell they did. It's like, what's the point? They like opened up the boxes and they got their little bins. They put them all in the little bins. The one cute thing that they did is they cut out the like picture of the ice cream bar and like Mm. taped it onto the bin. I'm like, okay, I like that. That But I guess I mean, or keep it in the box. Yeah. Like, what did you achieve? Like, it's it's already in a box. Yeah. I. It was like, let's go spend money on a bin so that it looks nicer in a bin. Yeah. Like, anyway. I get, like, taking cereals out of the boxes and put them in those containers or whatever because it's, like, airtight. It helps it keep fresh for longer. Like, that right. I understand. But, like, Pop-Tarts? Why are you putting Pop-Tarts in another bin? They're already individually wrapped. They come in a box. <laughs> Just put yeah. the box in the closet. It's, uh, yeah. So, anyway, it's a mess. Uh, but it's a very interesting show to watch and get ideas for. So, yes. aside from that, now that we've talked about this stupid show for 20 minutes, <laughs> go watch it. It's very interesting on Netflix, uh, all about organization, um, and you'll oh, sit there like looking Bef- at containers. I was going to say, before you move on, then if you've already watched Marie Kondo, then you should watch Queer Eye. Start with this yes, last that- season. It's really good. I think you guys would enjoy it if you're looking for like that kind of... It's not like organization necessarily, but it kind of is, like organizing your entire life. Not just your house. It's the, it's, it's the final Infinity Stone. Yes, <laughs> the I final understand. Infinity Stone. Um, yes. yes, maybe maybe we will. Um, maybe we'll start with the prom episode. Honestly, yeah, that one will rope you in. You'll be like, you know what? Yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I like these people. Um, all right, moving into the gaming space. I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite. Um, really, I, I'm at the point where I just go in and I like, do my two daily games to get my 500 experience, and then I do some of the challenges when I can. Um, so... If I've got time, I might stream some Halo after this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so just some of that. Um, I booted up Windjammers 2. It's on Game Pass. So I've gone down this, like, Halo kick, right? So mm-hmm. Or not this Halo kick, this Xbox kick, where I've been dabbling with, like, Game Pass games and doing all these things I've talked about doing for so long. Um, and, like, I just randomly played Windjammers 2 for, like, a split second. Um, and... I don't know if you ever played Windjammers, but it's a very interesting game. It's I like have no idea what this is. You, like, swing back. It's like a... It's like a it's like sports game, but it's like you have a frisbee that you like lob back and forth at each other, and you're supposed to like catch the frisbee. It's almost like a disc type of a frisbee, I guess. It's like a disc, uh, flying disc thing. It's weird. Anyway, I played it for three seconds. I'm like, anyways, I'm bad at this game. Is this like? Uh, but now, I, now oh. I know what Windjammers is. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I was. I was wondering if this is like an old port of a game, but like, no, it came out in 2022. Like Windjam, no, Windjammers, I believe, came out originally is an old game. Well, I mean, the uh, second one specifically, but... Is yeah, it, so the original so Windjammers... The... Yeah, the original Windjammer came out for Neo Geo multi-video system in 1994. Oh, dang. 
yeah, so it's an old game, and they just revitalized it. So they made Windjammers 1, which was just like a reboot, and then Windjammers 2 just, just came out recently, and it was day one on Game Pass. So Interesting. I was like, let me see what this is all about. Um, and then at Logan's recommendation, and I'm really glad I took his recommendation for once, uh, I tried out <laughs> Nobody Saves the World. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He has good recommendations every once in a while. Um, I tried out Nobody Saves the World, which is the new Drinkbox Studio games from the uh, the developers that made Guacamelee. Yes. And this game is a lot of fun. Logan's like, it's a very interesting game. Like, it's fun. It's this and that. And I was like, you know, I don't know. The review, like, IGN gave it a 7. Some other review outlets gave it an 8, a 9. Um, and I've been playing it, and it's a lot of fun. And it's a very interesting game. So it's a... He he, I think he described it to you at one point. It's almost like Hades. Yeah, in terms it of like top kind down, kind of. Kinda... Yeah, top down, like changing abilities and stuff, going through dungeons. Dungeons are randomly generated, um, but it's almost like a Zelda ish, more, more Zelda ish, I think, than anything else. Um, well, I guess Zelda ish with like the enemy spawning mechanisms of like a Hades, where it's like you walk mm. in and there's like a whole clan of enemies and they all kind of spread out or they spawn all over the map or whatever um so anyway super fun game i'm like four maybe five hours into it um and it is just it's a lot of fun it's not a a roguelite or anything right it's like it's just a regular rpg yeah no it's just it's a it you it's a progressive game um the only thing that's like roguelike or roguelite about it is the is the dungeons the randomly generated dungeons so okay i'd recommend at least booting it up and giving it a try the real hook to it is that you unlock these different forms so you can like transform into different things so it's like mm. okay your first two transformations are like a knight and a rogue or an archer or whatever they call it in the game um mm. yeah i don't know if it's an archer or a rogue anyway um but then it's like you unlock becoming a horse and i just unlocked becoming an egg <laughs> and it's like it gets more and more ridiculous there's like a bodybuilder and all these different transformations, but so I forget. I think there's 12 transformations total, but it's like it's a cool little mechanic where they start introducing like ability swaps. So you can play as like the rat, but you can use other people, other characters' abilities as the rat. So it's it's it gets pretty in depth pretty quickly. Um, and it's it was a lot, it's it's been a yeah. lot of fun. It's been a game it, that I like. I have it installed. I just haven't played it yet. But yeah, yeah, so. it's been a game that I like, have sat down and been like, oh, okay, I'm gonna play this like at night, you know, like after I play my one round of Halo or whatever. Yeah, like, I sit down and play that for a little bit. Um, and then the last thing I'll talk about, and then we got to get into the news, is um, I have been dabbling. There's been a lot of backwards compatibility games on sale, uh, which comes to mind. I forgot to tell you, the older Splinter Cell games are on sale. I don't know if you have them on PC already. Oh, I do. Um, uh, yeah, except okay, for there's one that was never released on PC for whatever. I think it's like the second one. Pandora tomorrow or whatever, so maybe I'll get that. Oh, I don't know if that one's on sale, but I know oh, Blacklist well. and Conviction are both on sale. Oh, I definitely um, have those, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, all these Splinter Cell games are, are all these games are on sale, like whatever. So I was dabbling down like this rabbit hole of games that I've like I've bought some of them when they've gone on sale in the past. Um, I bought some more now that they're on sale again, um, and it's just it's crazy how Xbox has archived a lot of their older games and made them available to run on like brand new xboxes but anyway i booted up like lego pirates of the caribbean a game that i had on xbox 360 um and whatever and i booted it up and xbox 360 had cloud saves back in the day um and i sure as hell enough was able to access my save from 2011 and pick up right where i left off from 2011 that's awesome and i was like i was like holy shit like i feel like i've been 
yeeted to the next dimension. Like <laughs> I was so shook. That like the fact cool. that it was like November second, twenty eleven. I was like, wow. Like that was pretty cool. So that's impressive. Um, yeah, it was it was very cool. So that's all. That's all to say about that. So. Um, yeah, and the notes, I was like, is that a, the name of a game? Cloud Save Magic? I've never heard about that. And you were literally just talking about the magic of cloud saving. Yeah. Uh, so well, it's funny because I was talking to Logan about it, and he's like, yeah, I didn't I didn't trust cloud saves. I always thought it would, like, lose my save or whatever. And I was like, So he never turned them on? I don't know if he never turned them on or he turned them on later or whatever. But, yeah, I, I'm glad I believed in the heart of the cards. So Yes. I mean, cloud save doesn't, like, mean it's not also saved physically on your system. It's just a backup. It was, like, it was finicky. It, it was finicky back in, like, the 360 days where, like, mm. people were losing cloud saves. So oh, I can understand I why. Um, but I, I, I took I took the uh, took the risk. Took the risk and it paid off. Good for you. It did, it did pay off. Um, All right. We're ready to get into the hot toppies. Do you have anything else? No. I think that's it. Let's get right into it. Uh, All shall right. Shall I take this first one? Absolutely. All right. Hot News Entertainment, we don't have much here. There's literally one thing. Uh, apparently, The Rock is going to be starting in a, a starring in a video game movie. We don't know what yet. Um, but this one comes from IGN, and I also had seen it on, on my Twitter feed as well. Um, so, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, or as we like to call him, Dwayne Rock the Johnson, uh, is working on another video game movie during an interview with The Men's Journal. Uh, the 49-year-old... Wow, 49. Professional... Pro, oh, wow. Professional wrestler revealed or former professional wrestler, revealed that he's set to start another video game adaptation. Uh, can't tell you which video game in particular we're doing, but there will be an announcement this year, he said. Uh, we're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to the screen, one that I've played for years. What do you think it's going to be? The Twitter replies have been so funny. Oh, my God. It's like somebody photoshopped him in, like, making him look like Pac-Man. Um, <laughs> I saw someone, it, uh, it was like Animal Crossing, finally. <laughs> yeah, it was like the So the one more realistic thing that I saw was um, Gears of War, which yeah. I think would be really cool. Um, and they did it with, like, him, Vin Diesel, and John Cena um, was the Photoshop. Hmm. But that'd be kind of cool. That would um, be the one that's, like, most fitting for him as a person. I can't think of anything else someone someone put his picture with the nintendo direct uh punchline and then put rosalina oh my god <laughs> i was losing my mind rosalina either either gears or like doom maybe they, they already made a doom movie way back in the day yeah but like that doesn't count well i don't want to say he was in the doom movie hold on a second he absolutely the hell was the lead character in the doom wait movie. there was a doom <laughs> when did this come out 2005 rock the dwayne johnson oh i do not remember this movie at all if we're being honest well you you and uh andres bartkowiak Bart, uh-huh. yeah, i think <laughs> i'm pretty sure he's polish and my inner polish language tried to come out and it failed um but yeah, anyway, I'll be you, honest. I didn't even know this movie existed, so never mind. You and Andre, you and Andre both have good casting uh, right? recommendations. Carl Urban's in this one too, apparently. Interesting. Maybe I'll watch this. Maybe I won't because it has an eighteen percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I have better things to do. Um, so yeah, Gears, <laughs> I guess, is probably the best guess. I can't think of anything else that's like a big badass game title that isn't you know like Call of Duty, but I doubt that a call of duty movie is in the works oh god what I would that be because call of duty is just based off of like historical events so it'd just be a historical movie like what would be call of duty about it you, you know, should open like up the story. uh open up the tweet that i just posted in the chat somebody photoshopped 
him in a, a gif of him facing two different directions in a pong <laughs> style and the pong ball is just bouncing between the two of them that's the movie uh that's that's the movie um yeah these are these are crazy yeah, but no. yeah, the the Pac Man, not Mega Man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, why is this from 2020? They put Rock Man. Oh, because it's Rock Man in, uh, it's Rock Man in Japan. Oh, my maybe God. he's the new voice of Mario. Maybe it's no longer gonna be Chris Pratt. Oh wait, this one, this one had me cracking up too. They Photoshop. Oh, they didn't Photoshop. Oh yeah, they did Photoshop him, making him look like this rock Pokemon. Oh my God. <laughs> I love An these. absolute mess. Oh, the here's the here's the Gears of War one. Um, I think I found the same thread that I was looking at earlier. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> here's the Rosalina one. Uh, that's not Vin Diesel. Uh, that's uh, what's his name in the middle. The oh, uh, Drax. Sorry, my my brain was not working. God, what's his name? Uh, hold on, Dave Batista. Yes, there you go. There's so anyway. many links. Please. <laughs> Oh no! Not Among Us. <laughs> oh no! It's an official tweet too. Please. Oh my God! The Rock confirmed. <laughs> the muscles. Oh my God! Anyway, it's about drive. Uh, it's about power. Stop. The Tetris, the Tetris piece, piece. One's good. If you're not all right, uh, well enough. If you're not listening to us live. You're missing out. <laughs> you truly are. There's all sorts of weird shit going on here. Uh, not Leisure Suit Larry. That's no. enough. All right, here's the last one. I'll, here's the last one I'm posting. Somebody photoshopped him on Kirby. It's either gonna be gears, uh, or maybe it'll be like Assassin's Creed. Could you like, imagine Assassin's Creed? He's way too big for Assassin's Creed. Maybe he'll be the villain. He doesn't have to be mm. the the main hero. I I, I don't know what maybe. villains are in Assassin's Creed games that are brawlic like that. But yeah, because you've never because you've never beat them. Oh, okay, correct. Yeah. Um, I see. <laughs> the Kirby one. I don't like <laughs> this at all. All right, let's move on. Uh, the Rock is going to be in something. Who the hell knows what? Uh, let's move into some of the meat and taters of this episode. Um, Schmeat and taters. Let's go. Wait, did they make an Assassin's Creed movie? Yes, they did. Did they? Yes, they absolutely did. I know they made uh, a Hitman movie. No, they made an Assassin's Creed movie in 2016. And Michael Facebender, or Fassbender, Facebender? Uh, was the lead. What, the way I like immediately forget about all these movies because they're so. Funny. I I did forget about this too, and then completely forgot. As as Carl or uh, as Rita said, it, I was like, wait a second, yes they did, and I remember explicitly not seeing it. Yes. Um. Yeah. Anyways, the only video yeah. game movie in recent memory that I like remember is uh, what you call it? To- uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider was good. I like Tomb Raider. It was fun. Yeah. All I right. Still, anyway. Speaking of which, wait, when does Uncharted come out? Doesn't come out like. This weekend? February 17th. Oh, just kidding. Next month. All right. I need to see that. I yeah. need to see Scream. No, what comes out this Friday is the Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy collection or whatever. Yes, which means I need to yeah. start my Uncharted replay. Because <laughs> now yeah, I have okay. no well, you're, you're a little late, bruv. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. All right, moving into the general section of the uh, gaming news, which is where the majority of our news is this week. Uh, we've got a Star Wars extravaganza extravaganza um (laughs) yes also that uh this one this first article comes from starwars.com themselves straight from the horse's mouth uh that announces that the new lego star wars the skywalker saga is coming out on april 5th 2022 this has been delayed a lot of times um i didn't even look up how many times 
it has been delayed because the last delay was like year. an indefinite delay it was just like we don't know yeah. what's coming out have fun and i was like great yeah and they they put out a, an overview trailer uh i think it was an overview trailer and it looks really good it looks really pretty it looks very well done and it encompasses all nine movies from the skywalker saga of course um lego star wars the complete saga did come out for xbox 360 speaking of of uh, backwards compatibility it is on backwards compatibility i also have that game is um, on game this Pass? is or just backwards no. compatibility oh, no it's on backwards compatibility and i feel like it's might be five bucks on the sale um but yeah so a lot of fun these games are super super fun and um yeah so it's going to encompass all nine movies and then the deluxe edition comes with these character packs from the spinoffs so an amazon mexico listing showed off a picture of like you know the deluxe edition with you know the exclusive minifigure that comes with the with the physical copies and then it also showed a picture of all the packs of characters that you get as part of the deluxe edition so the, with the Deluxe Edition, you get characters from The Mandalorian Season 1, The Mandalorian Season 2, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, uh, Classic Characters, whatever that means, Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Star Wars The Bad Batch, Rita, uh, and a new <laughs> Trooper pack. So, I'll tell you what. I don't think I've ever paid full price for a Lego game, because they always drop in price. Always. Always. Most times, but that's um, this one looks awesome, and I'm actually tempted to get like the deluxe edition too. Um, because I'm assuming are these DLC available at launch? Uh, I would think so, but maybe not. That is nuts if they just drop everything like that. That is so much yeah. content to drop. All yeah, well, so now remember that's all just characters based on those shows. You're not getting like the Mandalorian like actual levels and everything. You're just getting. Uh, you're getting what's his name, Jin, Jin Jaren. Yeah, well, I was gonna say Jin Darren, and I'm like, someone's gonna make fun of me. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Jin, and I was like, wait, Jin Urso? Nope, that's that's it's the wrong one. Jin. Din, uh, Din, yeah, Din, whatever. I forget their names. The Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. How about that? No names for anybody. Great. Um, so you'll get them. You'll get uh K2SO from Rogue One. So anyway, I feel like uh, for the extra ten bucks. That's a pretty good deal for all those yeah, packs no, of no, characters. So that's, that's incredible. So yeah. So and uh, the game's MSRP is fifty nine ninety nine, um, and the deluxe edition is sixty nine ninety nine. Is it so, coming to Switch as well? It's coming it to Switch. It's coming to every single system: Switch, Ooh. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Rita, better dust off that Switch. Better dust it off. <laughs> um. But yeah, so pretty exciting stuff. Looks really good. Highly suggest you go watch the new trailer for the game. Uh, looks fantastic. Yes, I've been looking forward to that one for a while. Pretty much ever since I um, played the original Ratchet and Clank on PS4, uh, I was like, oh, this is basically what Star Wars games or Lego Star Wars games or Lego games in general are like. So, and then the Skywalker Saga was announced. I'm like, that's on my list now. <laughs> yeah. Rita said, trust, trust me, Chris and I have spoken about it. <laughs> We've had words. Words have been exchanged about the Skywalker saga. <laughs> April uh, April 5th, mark your calendars. April 5th, yes. You want to take the uh, next bit of Star Wars news? Sure. So, Respawn has the reins. Um, so this one comes directly from EA. Uh, game director Stig Asmussen, Asmussen? Uh, and his team at the studio are already working on the next game in the action-adventure Star Wars Jedi series, uh, of which the first one is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, and are joined by two new teams working to deliver additional unique Star Wars gameplay experiences across multiple genres. 
Leading the development of Respawn's all-new Star Wars first-person shooter game is Peter Hirschman, game director at Respawn, who has a long and accomplished history with the Star Wars franchise. Uh, the third title is a Star Wars strategy game get, developed through production collaboration, the newly formed studio Bit Reactor, helmed by game industry veteran George... Forsh. That's a lot of consonants right after each other. Forsh. Forsht? Um... Borscht? I don't know. Respawn will <laughs> produce the new Star Wars strategy game while Brit Reactor uh, leads on the development of the title. So a lot of Star Wars games are in the pipeline, as well as a lot of Star Wars media. The wars. Let's the stars are go! At war. <laughs> the way Discord kept cutting it out, so it was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Anyway, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, let's yes. go. Uh. Star Wars FPS, let's go. Star Wars strategy game that's got Christopher written all over it. Rita. Yes, yeah, um, I that one for me. But the first two, yeah, no, hell yeah, yes, I am so excited for a Jedi Fallen Order Part Two, yes. um, and a Star Wars first person shooter game sounds so damn good. <laughs> Carl um, in the chat. Oh, 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 O'Reilly's. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on that note. Battlefront 3 is essentially dead in the water. So uh, this one comes from Nibelian, who uh, reported from, I believe it was VentureBeat. Yes, it is VentureBeat. Saying, not shocking, but worth pointing out, Battlefront 3 is basically dead, according to, quote, people familiar with the announcement, as EA moves all Star Wars projects to Respawn. So Respawn has saved EA's bacon in the world of Star Wars. owns Respawn, do they not? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Respawn yeah. saved EA. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so. So it's not like it's being abandoned by EA, but it's not like EA's official own development. It's Respawn within EA. Right, kind of right. A little bit confusing, but makes sense. Um, that's fine. I was never a fan of... I think I tried Battlefront 2, and... It's uh, it's an interesting game. It's kind of clunky. Um, speaking of speaking of Battlefront Two, the original Battlefront and Battlefront Two are Xbox classics, and they're yes. also on sale on Xbox uh, Series yeah. X and S for five bucks each. And I guess I should clarify that yeah, battle, there's the two new Battlefront, Battlefront Two. 2s. Yes, the, the new, new Battlefront Two. Good. I would yep. try the demo or whatever, and I was like, mm, never mind, I'm good. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's fine. interesting. That's understandable. Yeah, it, it didn't do well. It had really, it, it was a pay to win scenario at launch. They got a really, a lot of bad press to the point that like Bob Iger was calling like the EA CEO and being like, what the hell are you doing? Um, <laughs> Why are you tainting so, your franchise? Yeah, so Jedi Fallen Order has uh, has redeemed them, thankfully. So awesome. I'm happy about it. Good. Um, all right, I can take this next one, unless you want to. No, I was going to ask you to take it because I Perfect. feel like you're more in tune with this than I am. Not necessarily in tune, but excited for it. Um, so Ghostwire Tokyo has been a title that was announced. I should actually have pulled this up beforehand. Um, this game was announced a while ago. I think it was announced like when the PS5 was announced, and it's been on my list ever since. Uh, you are basically... Let's see. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, yeah, announced at the PS State of Play June 2020, so before the PS5 came out at all. Um, it is a... It's a game where you like hunt ghosts throughout Tokyo, basically. It's very like Japanese in that sense, but I don't know. It looks interesting. I'm into it. Um, but it's it's not been given a release date, so we finally maybe have one. This one comes from Push Square. Um, looks like 24th of March could be the last dance for Bethesda and PS5 owners 
uh, as Ghostwire Tokyo's release date has seemingly been leaked on the PlayStation Store. While we've been unable to replicate this potential error for ourselves, uh, MP First, I guess is a user, um, grabbed a couple screenshots showing the aforementioned release date on the game's product page. It's worth noting that this could potentially be a mistake, but the title has uh, was targeting an early 2022 release following its delay last year, so it feels believable. Uh, much like Deathloop, Sony has timed exclusivity dibs on this Tango Gameworks title, uh, so that's why it's still coming to PS5 despite Microsoft now owning Bethesda and its development teams in full. Um, so I guess when they say like the last dance for Bethesda and PS5 owners, I think it's the last timed exclusive. I don't think it's going to be the last Bethesda game we'll ever see on PlayStation. It might be, but I don't think so. Um, I don't. I don't think so. But yeah. So hopefully March twenty fourth, we'll finally see this game come to come to light. See the light of day. The trailer. One really thing good. to note, obviously, you know, they mentioned in this article that it could be a mistake. Yes. Um, but yeah. So we will see. Big pinch of salt, perhaps a teaspoon, a tablespoon, if you want, but <laughs> some salt there. And speaking uh, yeah. of things that may never come to PlayStation 5 again, uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer did speak with Sony after the Activision buyout. Uh, so this comes straight from Phil Spencer himself on Twitter uh, and said he had good calls with uh, this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. Um, then there was another article here that came out um, today, I think. That yeah, just came out actually a little bit before we started recording, around six o'clock, uh, from IGN that says Call of Duty, act, uh, uh, oh, Activision reportedly wants to release the next three games on PlayStation despite Xbox acquisition. So after that, it's kind of hairy. Um, so this one actually came up from Jason Schreier, who indicated that Call of Duty 2022, Call of Duty 2023. And Warzone 2, which is planned for 2023, uh, are all anticipated to come out on PlayStation platforms as well. So that's um, likely what's I, in the agreements already, and that's what they want to honor. And then we'll see yeah. what happens from there. Yeah, I mean, look, here's the bottom line, right? I think it's great uh, that uh, that Xbox acquired Activision Blizzard because I think they're at the point where they're spiraling out of control, um, and you know the leadership there just needs to be scorched, and uh, we need new <laughs> leadership in there to. Yeah, scorched turf and rebuild from there. Um, so I think it's good that they bought the company. I think it's good that they're doing what they're doing. However, I do think we still need third-party games on. Uh, sorry, what used to be third-party games, Activision Blizzard games on Sony and Nintendo platforms. I don't think uh, we could exist in a world. Well, I don't think it'd be fair to exist in a world where Xbox has exclusivity on everything, right? And yeah. this is coming from somebody who said Xbox has had no exclusives for a while. <laughs> and now it's and, like, wait, you have too many. And how that's different. Yeah, now it's like, well, I guess what I've always looked at is like, it's always good to have the third parties in there. And then you have Microsoft and Sony developing their own first party games. And then now it's like, mm, actually, what if we took the third parties and those became first parties? I'm yeah. not the biggest fan of that. However, I accept it. Um, yeah, my so. concern more so is just the future of the industry as a whole and, like, what precedent does this set? Because, like, how does Sony respond to this? They're probably going to start acquiring other folks and go crazy. Like, they've been acquiring smaller studios here and there, but, like, nothing to this level. Nothing to even the acquisition of Bethesda level. So, like, right. I don't know. I'm, like, afraid of that now we're going to just consolidate and, like, Sony and Microsoft are just going to own every single third-party developer and it's going to be either, like... You're playing a Sony game, you're playing a Microsoft game, you're playing a Nintendo game, or you're playing an indie game, and that's it. And there's no like third-party games that are available on all consoles. Right. 
like who's gonna gobble up EA and Ubisoft because I feel like they're next. Like, well, right, or or Ubisoft and like uh, Square Enix and Square Capcom, Enix, yep. like those are a lot of the smaller players, right? We see them as bigger players, but in the space of you know what they're worth uh, from a dollar figure perspective, they're some of the smaller players. Yeah, um, compared to the seventy billion dollar acquisition of Activision Blizzard, right? So, yeah. um, I don't know. You know, there's been a lot of like I've been watching or listening to a lot of podcasts about this, and it's like I don't know if uh, Sony can actually compete with Microsoft in this space. Like, yeah, you almost it, it, like what's your return on investment for buying some of these major companies? Like, is it worth it to say, hey, the new Final Fantasy is coming exclusively to PlayStation Five, right, um, for a year or whatever? Like, I, I don't know. I, what is what is what good is that going to do? That's what Final Fantasy Seven is right now, still yeah. exclusively on PS Five and PS Four, uh, still not on Xbox uh, and it's on PC now. Yeah, it came out. To PC. Um, yeah, but. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, right now they've been paying for those exclusive rights without buying Square Enix, right? Yeah. So, it's uh, it's certainly I interesting. Keep on, keep on thinking about that number, seventy billion. That is insane. Like, I feel like that's Microsoft's entire budget. Like, what was yeah. their budget? Like, what the hell? I, that's insane. I, obviously, it must be infinite. I mean, speaking of it's speaking of people with a lot of money. Speaking of people with a lot of money, Elon Musk tweeted this morning that uh, if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin, he'll eat a hamburger live on TV. So, so I don't know. The world the world no, is going crazy. The world isn't real. Nothing's real anymore. I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> so the last of our here. news the last of our news for this week is that Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, reviews are dropping tomorrow. Is it Arceus? Game... I always thought it was Arceus. No, I, I, I always pronounced it Arceus. Um but yeah, that, those drop tomorrow apparently, and the game comes out officially on Friday. So no news, but we'll have some reviews next week. Yeah, we'll see if it's something that's worth putting my time into because maybe it'll be my first Pokemon game that I actually play. Because I still right, haven't played just Let's like, Go Eevee. Just like Let's Go Eevee, uh huh. <laughs> One day I'll play that. Mm, will you though? Uh, probably not, but we'll see. <laughs> so Honestly, that's... if GameStop was expecting it as a trade in during that one trade in time, I would have probably traded it in. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Fraud. Fraud never if I ever heard of one. Never said I was a Poke fan. A That's Poke nerd. Poke nerd. That's all you. Sorry, friend. Oh, look at us. It's we okay. actually finished early. We said we finished early. We did finish early. And we talked so much in the beginning, too. Like, wow. Called the shot, made the shot. You'd love to see it. All right. Um, I guess that is it for episode 134. Um trying to think if there's anything else we wanted to mention but i think that's about it uh yeah i guess we'll switch over to paul playing halo on stream if you're not already following us on twitch if you're listening on the podcast on spotify or apple or whatever the hell you listen to podcasts on be sure to follow our twitch so you can be notified when we go live and play games and watch pokemon pull char or watch pokemon watch paul pull <laughs> charizards from his pokemon packs things like that um so be sure to follow us at uh, twitch.tv slash what the funcast but otherwise this is it for episode 134 we will catch y'all next week farewell. yes and farewell goodbye and we'll be uh yeah we'll see you guys next week and yes. wait is it gonna be it's february. gonna be february 1st oh my god it's we'll see you in february. february perfect see you all in february see you on the flip side <laughs> see you on the flip side all right this is paul and ahmed signing off peace, peace.